With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. A podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Backdoor cut, reverse, two-hand dunk for 41 points, Trey Murphy. With style, Trey Murphy giving him the Oprah game. You get a bucket and you get a bucket. With panache. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast for this Monday. March 13th. I am here with the vivacious Jim Eichenhofer. Uh, I am the pretty normal Joe Cardosi. Uh, the podcast is presented by the excellent Seat Geek. Uh, hey, man, we won one. And uh, that was a huge win. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked about the roller coaster nature of our feelings before. I didn't walk into, if I'm going to be honest, I didn't walk into the Smoothie King Center yesterday feeling all that great or confident. Yes, because Saturday was very discouraging. I thought that was the kind of game that makes you kind of take a little bit of a step back and say, where where is the season headed? I mean, Oklahoma City was very impressive. They made the Pelicans not look very good. Yeah, um, They were a step ahead in a, on a lot of plays. They were quicker. They got so many better shots than the Pelicans did. So, But, man, huge to bounce back against Portland the way that they did. Yes. And not only get that win, I mean, as I often say, would have been happy to win that game by one point, but they were up by somewhere close to a million in the third quarter. What a quarter. nice to relax. It was. It was incredible to oh. be able to just kick back and say, hey, uh, I think I can start writing the uh, post-game recap because yeah. you're up. I believe the highest, the biggest lead was 36 maybe, something yeah. around there. I, I had to get my calculator out. So that was a very good thing that it was funny. The final score, I think, was very misleading. It's not yeah, often yeah. that you say a lot of garbage you won by 17, and... but you really won by a heck of a lot more than that in terms of when the game was still in the balance. Yeah, unfortunately, we've been on the other side of that, too. Like, right. scoring some garbage time points. But, uh, but man, that, that was a huge one. It really was. And, uh, and you know, it, when you saw it, it, it was sort of a roller coaster because, uh, after, as you said, the effort in that last game was uh, brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that outcome was brutal. And then you say, okay, on to Portland, not feeling great about it. B.I.'s out. Oh, extra no. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you hear, oh, but Damian Lillard's out. Ah, a ray of sunshine. But they've beaten us without Damian Lillard before. But, man, the hustle. It just seemed like the, the when they stepped on the floor, their attitude was different yep. straight from jump. 
and the range of emotions that you just described that happened maybe an hour or two before the game <laughs> yeah. is kind of the range of emotions I feel like we've had in this entire homestand. You come out and you get a great win against Dallas, then you come back and struggle against OKC, then you come back and play awesome against Portland. Um, I think a lot of the players themselves publicly said after the game Saturday that or Sunday that we were not pleased with the effort. They, I mean, they admitted like it yeah. was not it was not us. Willie Green said the same thing that. That was not the way the Pelicans expect to play or the effort that they think that they're going to come out with on the court. So I think they were very motivated to, to do do exactly the opposite of that on Sunday against it Portland. Showed. And and now they're 2-1 and one on the homestand, and um, I think uh, things are looking much better. It's amazing how much one game, yes. good or bad, can swing the emotions and the way that you feel about the big picture. Yeah, look, I'm not trying to uh, to be hyperbolic in any way, but last night after that victory, it's like the sky cracked open and I was bathed in light. <laughs> uh, but uh, it had a lot to do with Trey Murphy. Speaking of people we've been looking for to be consistent and uh, come on, you know, with B.I. out, you knew everyone's going to have to step up. And uh, Trey Murphy's dad in the pregame talked about how he wanted 40. He called 40 Mm. in that game. Uh, TM3 did him one better. Got a big 41. And, uh, man, it's just great to see for his own confidence that shot going. Nine threes. I mean, that is bonkers. I like the ambitious nature of his dad's requesting 40, considering his career high was 32. Yeah, go for big A. He wasn't saying, like, 35, 36. Like, just creep over that career high. Just totally zoom by it, and that's exactly what he did. Hey, by the way, predict more scores, Trey Murphy's dad. (laughs) Please, ask for more. Yes. Kenneth Murphy, the second, I believe, is his dad's name, with Trey being the third in the... In the family. So, yeah, I I thought just what Trey did is kind of putting it all together of just all of the elements of his game that he's, I mean, the guy is a very unique offensive player from the standpoint of, and I wrote about this on pelicans.com, cheap plug there. Yeah, Um, go to it. The the fact that he um, was in the dunk contest and was runner up, one of the best dunkers in the NBA and also has some of the deepest three-point shooting range of any yep. player in the league. There's only a few guys, I think, I don't have the numbers on this, but I'm guessing that there's only a few guys, maybe Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, who've made more threes from, say, 28 to 30 feet than Trey has this season. Mm. He did that again in the Trailblazers game where he had a couple where he's a couple steps. He's not shooting with his toes yeah, on the line. Yeah, it was absurd, some of those shots yeah. over the distance. We don't have to worry about what happens with Herb Jones, unfortunately, where his toes on the line frequently. Yeah. Trey is leaving no doubt. There's not a lot yes. of replay reviews of Trey Murphy's three-point yeah. attempts because he's he's – significantly past now, some the, of them are the like line. trick shots it looks like a dude perfect episode <laughs> yes. or, or something on youtube mm-hmm. the kids got his uh his confidence and uh man it, it, it looked good last night seeing him seeing cj once again come on strong when you needed him uh you know of course worried about that thumb every time i see him with the brace on i'm, I'm mm-hmm. reminded you know he's not 100 percent. and honestly larry nansen look 100 percent. you know right. he was out there and and i'm glad he went out there i did love the tweet that he uh that he sent though where he said that uh him and Trey Murphy combined for 43 points. Yes. Trey yes. Murphy, of course, scoring 41 of those <laughs> and, and uh, Larry Nance scoring two. Uh, but man, just having him back was good. Just mm-hmm. just to see him available again. And, and you got to hope that uh, B.I. is, is going to be back once we see the on Tuesday. Yes, indeed. And, uh, you know, unfortunately with Larry, um, he picked up three fouls and didn't play that many minutes. So hopefully... Um, by Tuesday, he'll be in a situation where he can play more minutes. Yeah. They, they definitely need him to do that. 
the fact that Jackson Hayes has been uh, a factor lately has definitely helped kind of fill that void. But we all know how valuable Larry is to the yeah. team. So it, having him back on the court was big. We just hope that he can, you know, be on there for more minutes next game and that he'll continue to look better physically no absolutely and another guy that we're happy to see on the court again is uh josh richardson he missed a few games for personal reasons uh he is he is back on the court with the team and uh you know he had a couple up and down sort of games it seems mm -hmm. like reacquainted after kind of starting off a little hot it seemed like when he uh when he came sure. to the pelicans mm -hmm. and uh and you got to get a exclusive interview with the man himself good for him <laughs> Yeah, once again, I mean, just what a great day for Josh Richardson. It, it, yeah, it was overdue. I mean, he's been here for a little while. It was it was great to catch up with him. Yeah, I got to speak with him in the locker room after the game. And, I mean, like you said, I mean, Trey was the story of last night. Yeah, but and CJ, everyone else knew it, too. CJ also played really well against his former team, which I feel like he does that almost every time now. Yeah. And he's 4-1, and one, by the way, against the Trailblazers since he left there. So that's a good number. But Josh came out and was – Maybe not the same prolific level as Trey, but he was out there shooting threes and making them, and his shot looked really good. He yeah. was off to a good start. Finished, a good game. Finished with 19 points. Yeah. Um, Josh is an interesting guy. I think I, I crack up because I know people have probably haven't gotten to know him too well yet because he's only been here a short amount of time and only given a few interviews, but you can tell from just listening to him, he's got a really fun personality. He's usually has a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, one of the recent games after the game Wednesday, this was kind of funny, against the Mavericks, bunch of reporters were in the locker room and he looked over at us and some of the ball boys and he said to the ball boys uh hey who do we play on saturday and everybody was like okc and like kind of surprised like how did he not know who the next game against he's like and he looks back and he's like no 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 i'm not talking about the pelicans i'm talking about arsenal his <laughs> his big soccer team so oh, okay. i'm sure people can tell from his twitter account that he's a big soccer guy so he fits right in yeah i'm not a big soccer guy so i had yeah. no idea what he was talking about when Same. he was asking who who they play against on Saturday? I never actually got the answer to that either. Of who they like who every they four years, I'll tune into yes, what appears the Olympics. Too. I've heard of it, yes. but that's about it. Yeah, there's yeah. this World Cup thing that yeah, I've heard of the World Cup and, too. You right? Know, yeah, I, I don't even really know what the schedule is for soccer, but when that like I'm the same way when it comes up. If it's like a few weeks beforehand, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that's this year. I, maybe I'll watch that when the U.S. plays against whoever and yeah. root for them. Yeah, and then I forget for that day, even though I don't know any of the players on <laughs> right. the team. Go USA, yes. vaguely, and then I forget about it until the next two years or yes, whatever the next yes. competition is. But anyways, uh, spoke to Josh uh, for a couple minutes after the game, um, after his great performance against Portland. And he starts talking about here in this clip, uh, the game that Trey had, just his impressions of, of uh, what Trey Murphy was able to do. He's played against him a little bit, but not a ton. Um, while with other teams, it's obviously. an interesting perspective on this team. Yeah. You know, not a lot of people could bring that to right. this uh, Pelicans team. Right. Then Josh talks about his own shooting game and then finishes up here with his adjustment to the Pelicans, how he's getting more and more comfortable with being in the system, and also the very important element of learning the playbook. What was it like to just see what Trey was able to do tonight, just making every shot out there? My goodness. I mean, when you see him shooting practice every day, you know, we play shooting games and. Seeing him get hot there is one thing, but like, you know, he gets it going in the game. It's not much the other team can do. You know, he's six nine, shooting like that. Like, and if you close out, he's one of the best dunkers in the NBA. He's just just in the dunk contest, so 
it's got to be pretty stressful. Um, you obviously played against him. I'm not sure how much you were like matched up against him when you were the Spurs or mm-hmm. this season. But um, I mean, was he one of those guys that you guys knew even like as a rookie last year? You got to make sure that you're attached. To him. Yeah, he's what you call a hot guy. You know, you just gotta, you know, as soon as he catches it, you gotta be right there because he knows going up and he's a good shooter. So. If you're not there, it's going to be trouble. Yeah. Um, speaking of good shooting nights, I mean, you came out confident. It seemed like right from the beginning making shots. I mean, what did you – did you just kind of have the feeling tonight that this was going to be a good night for you as well shooting? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm usually a confident player. You know, I've just been kind of trying to find my foot in a little bit. But, uh, no, it's been good, you know, kind of settling in a little bit. So, you know, hopefully that's usually how I plan on playing going forward. You mentioned settling in. Obviously, you came here, you know, right around the trade deadline. It's not like you've been here that long. Do you feel like now that you've been here for, you know, a month or so, that it's easier for you to kind of get adjusted to the offense and just kind of fit? I mean, yeah, for sure, because I actually kind of know what plays they call it now. So I can, I can kind of figure out where I'm going to usually be in each play. That's probably my biggest thing right now is just figuring out like okay where am I at on this play where am I gonna you know what I'm saying be at so it's just little stuff at this point is this the kind of game I know when you came here you, you knew that this team has a lot of talent but I mean is this the kind of game that makes you say like you know that you guys can can, can do something special I mean we, we for sure can and I, I knew that coming in but you know I'm not gonna get overexcited about you know this win but uh you know it's definitely encouraging Oh, man, great stuff from Josh Richardson. You know, we've talked about it, Jim. The first step to having your jersey hung in the rafters here in the Smoothie King Center, get a gym exclusive. <laughs> you know, that's, that's step one. Yeah, I, that's a, that's quite a checklist you have there. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's step def- two, win some rings or something. I don't right, know, right, start right. Some, champ, some championships, maybe, a, you know, some multiple playoff appearances. That Wait, would be do you great. ever get motivated to win a championship without a gym exclusive? <laughs> I mean, do you even want to do it? That's a I good question. I might have to ask that in the next gym exclusive. You yep. know, how, where does this rank on your priority list as <laughs> yeah. far as what's, you know, what's key to you? So. How dazzled are you on a scale of one to a hundred? <laughs> uh, I'm sure it would be off the scale. Hey man, you know, who's also been looking good uh, as of late. And I've got to say, especially since I put the Herb Jones sticker from at Retro Pels in the podcast studio. Maybe it's an omen, but Mr. Herbert K. Jones, he's been looking good, man. He really has. I think this last stretch has definitely been one of his best of the season. I mean, he was a force last night. And once again, when I looked at the stats, say, during the first half or halftime, when you look at the page, you're like, if you didn't know... From If you just looked at the numbers, you'd be like, hey, he's having a decent game. Mm-hmm. But it's another case of you had to watch the way he was getting in, in the way of everything. He it just seemed dunk, like That dunk was so sweet. Yes, it was great. That was one of his best dunks, I think, yeah. since he's been here. He was just getting in the way of like a lot of what Portland was trying to do yeah. offensively. He was the the problem, the you know, the disruptive guy, the guy that was just gumming everything up for them. So whether it came out in stats on the stat sheet, I mean, a lot of times I look at steals with him, but yeah. he got a bunch of deflections. He also drew a charge on the very first play of the game, which yeah. does it get any more herb than that? that yes. 12 seconds into the, the game, you have a charge drawn already. Yeah. And I, I also tweeted this uh, after that play. I'd have to look again this morning, but um, he was in the top. He was tied for sixth in charges drawn, and then he had that one. So, I mean, he's in the top 10 very yeah. firmly. And uh, just 
I love the effect that that has on the team, and that's one of the reasons why the guys love him. Is yeah. he's able to, like you said, the dirty work. He's not afraid to put his body in the way and yeah. and take a charge from someone. Why everyone loved Josh Hart? Uh, it's why mm-hmm. the fans love Herb Jones. You know, I don't think a lot of casual fans of the NBA even know who Herb Jones is. You know, sure. if you see a Herb Jones that dunk highlight, by the way, uh, if you see that on the the internet on Twitter, especially, you'll see people who mm-hmm. is that. We know who he is because of his grit and his toughness. Uh, you see his teammates just absolutely showering him with love for that. It's just great to see how much they appreciate the work that Herb Jones does. And I think they respect the fact that he is not at all about attention. If anything, he runs the other way. He's yeah. not one of those guys that wants to be in front of the camera. He would be totally cool if the entire job of the NBA player was to just show up and play basketball and then yeah. get to go home afterwards. He would afterwards. prefer that, yes. Right. And, and scoring is kind of the same way with him. Like, he doesn't care if he scores two points and zero points, whatever. He doesn't need to shoot. He's more than happy to see everybody else, you know, get the get the offense and get the flashy stats and that kind of thing. So, and speaking of flashy stats with the oh, 41 yeah. points that Trey Murphy had last night, um, also spoke to Herb. In this clip, he starts out talking about just his reaction to the game that Trey had and how he's really not that you know, taken aback when Trey has a big offensive game just because of all of the work that, that Trey puts into. We see him in the practice court. You know, people might say, man, he's making 30-footers all the time, 35-footers. He practices that constantly. Yeah. So when I see him get on a roll from just inside half court, it's it's also not surprising to me either um, just because I've seen him do it so much and worked on it. And I'll see, he'll make eight in a row from like – Five, a couple steps it's inside the half court line. It's beautiful to see because how many times are they going to close him out that far back? You know, right. that, so that shot's going to be available to him, man. If he can make it consistently, it's it's just going to rain threes. And people who always talk about the spacing we need on the Pelicans, that's the Trey Murphy we need right here on the Pelicans. Exactly. And after Herb talks about the just the awesome performance from Trey, he gets into kind of the how important it was for the Pelicans to get off to a fast start after what happened against OKC on Saturday, and then he closes this clip discussing just the impact that Mr. Josh Richardson had and uh, how how important that was to getting this win against the Trailblazers. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. It was fun. Uh, but it wasn't like super, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I kind of expected it. He always is in the gym working on his jumper, um, working on the like where he gets, gets his shots from. He he really uh, works, you know, super hard on figuring out, you know, when to pick his spots in the offense. And I think he did an amazing job of that tonight. How much of an emphasis was it for you guys to come out faster? It seemed like you guys were super disruptive in the first quarter defensively. Uh, they, we talked about it uh, yesterday um, and today about you know the slow starts, not having energy. Um, and not playing super hard the entire game. And I think, uh, like, if we come out and set the tone defensively um, and setting the tone, like, with our pace, I think it, it, it always kind of ends up good for us. And Willie talked about, you know, around this time last year is when he just started establishing himself in the rotation and gets, getting that co- consistent playing time. Just what's it been like just seeing uh, – Trey. And just what's it been like just seeing his development, you know, in a short period of time? Um, I mean, it's like a credit to his work, uh, how he watches film, um, and just getting better each each night. Not really, you know, letting anything affect him. Whether that's you know not playing a ton of minutes. Uh, I'm sure when he thought he should be, you know, playing a lot of minutes, but he just kept showing up to work, ready to work, and getting better each day, and it's starting to pay off for him. Yeah, something else that stood out was just the way y'all reacted to him on the bench, especially after that big dunk. Just, just what do you think it's about him that just gets you know a bunch of people in the locker room rocking him the way y'all do? Great dude, man. He, it's hard, you know, not to like Trey. <laughs> and you got a guy like that, you know, he shows up, works super hard. You always super happy to see him succeed, especially you know how he did tonight. What did you think of the factor that Josh was really at both ends of the floor, but also defensively? It's just him being who he is. Um, it's not really like I kind of expected from a lot of the guys on the team because I know what we're capable of doing. Uh, and he just showed up, you know, and did what he does night in, night out. Man, another Herbert K. Jones gym exclusive. It was really a gym interview, but I'm going to call it a gym exclusive because we all know who he was focusing on. Uh, you know, Jim, you take over a room. We all know that. And, uh, man, it was yes. great to see the Pelicans take over a game. I dare to say Todd Graffnini seemed uh, relaxed, jovial. That's good to hear. I was going to ask you that, whether uh, there was some concern creeping into the broadcast when the lead went from, say, At 36 times. to 26. No slippage. 22. Got to keep scoring. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was he was able to, to, to keep it afloat there. You know, I got to say, as that game started off, it just seemed right off the bat that they just had another gear they were kicking into. And, and you know, at sometimes it was almost frustrating. Like, where where's this Pelicans team been? But I'm just glad they're here now. And it's beautiful to see that they have another gear left when, I got to say, it almost seemed like they were worn out. It almost seemed like we needed another break. But here they are. And, man, if they keep playing like that with that sort of effort, 
good things happen, as evidenced by sort of across the board, the stats for the Pelicans in that game. Yeah, I mean, specific to the the gear and the way they started, I mean, 20, 42 to 25, they're up after the first quarter. We would have given a lot to have seen quarters like that recently yes. because the first quarter has been the one that's been the biggest issue. Uh, another gear in the third quarter, they won 35 to 19 and just totally blew the game open. Yes. They were up by 36 at the end of that period. But in terms of the, the team overall, though, um, they made 19 three-pointers in 40 attempts. That was a season high in makes. Obviously, Trey Murphy was 9 for 14, so that was about half of, of that, that nice night that they had. Yeah. They also had 35 assists, which is up there near the most they've had all yeah, season. The ball was moving last night. Yeah, it helps to make shots. That that definitely helps the assists because you can have the best pass ever. <laughs> yes. And if the guy ma- doesn't make the shot, you don't get like a half an assist or That's a, been a problem quarter of an assist. There's no... There's no beauty to the assists. There's no like <laughs> right. someone Finesse judging it. points. Right, you know? right. So you have to make the basket. That's the key of the assists. But uh, I mean, just overall, it was it was such a great performance. Another thing too, um, they finished with 15 turnovers, but they only had five in the first half. So some of those turnovers, the game was pretty much out of reach. Yeah. That happens a lot. You get into garbage time, and it gets a little sloppy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. People start playing a little bit more loose. It's kind of like when you play pickup with your buddies and everyone's tired and they just kind of start throwing the ball all over the place and into the stands and joking around. So just across the board, I mean, shot 50% from the field as well. Like you you name the category and they did a great job. It's been, it. it, it was so nice just to see shots falling and it was like, man, is this how it feels? Is this the Pelicans we could have? You know, when you mm-hmm. when you see that coming, and and we talked about it uh, again. You know, it, with Zion potentially coming back, with Bi hopefully coming back soon. Other teams are banged up. Luca once again is is looking like he's going to miss some time. Kyrie is banged up himself. Uh, you know, everybody is dealing with some injuries right now. And if the Pelicans can play that way with that much effort across the board, and then you've got your stars back. Again, I don't know that anyone wants to see the Pelicans. Yeah, and I think in this homestand, obviously we talked about the OKC game. That was rough. But three quarters of the first three quarters of the Dallas game, I thought, were very encouraging as far as what can this team do? What can they put together? B.I. was hurt during that game, so they didn't have him for most of that. So if you're talking about the group of players that they have available for sure on Tuesday night and going forward, it's definitely a good sign that they were able to, you know, pummel Portland the way that they did and that they played really well against Dallas, which is a pretty decent team for most of that game as well. Yeah. So uh, just got to be more consistent with it. I do think, too, that what happened Sunday, realistically, to win a game by that much and to be up by 39, I saw was the biggest lead on the stat sheet. Mm. You need a little bit of cooperation from the other team as well to not play well. Yeah. I mean, there's some of these teams in the in the NBA or in the West are so good that even if you play that well, you're probably not going to win by right. a million points. Yeah. But, I mean, if if the Pelicans, you know, setting aside whatever the other teams do against them, if they play like that, they do have a good chance, I think, in these last 14 games to maybe move up a little bit and win a bunch more and maybe put themselves in a lot better position. Yeah, because you look at this stretch coming up and we've been talking about how important every game is. Well, we've, we're down two of them. And then next home game, last home game before we go on the road, I can't even say their name. Uh, they lost one, uh, actually, which was uh, fun to see uh, against those Knicks. And so, man, the Lakers are up next, and uh, that's another team that's that's sitting on top of us that you hope to put in their place. Uh, and then we're on the road for what looks like a juicy stretch, and that's where I hope we can move up the standings a little bit. Sure. I mean, the Lakers game is huge. I mean, for – 
for a bunch of reasons we've talked about all season, including the draft pick status. Yeah. Uh, one thing, I don't want to get too complicated with this specifically to the Lakers, but I, I know I'm going to confuse people, and I know I'm going to confuse people tomorrow on Tuesday when get I ready, get write about pins. this. Yep. But You can trust Jim. He's okay, thanks, Joe. All right, yeah. So people um, trust him. So the Pelicans, if they win, they even the series 2-2. They will have the tiebreaker if both teams finish with the same record at the end of the season. Right. Can I end it there without yeah. getting into the, yeah. so the keep details? So just go. trust me. Trust me on this one. Yeah. There's going to be people that say, like, how is that possible? The, the conference records are different, like, et cetera, et cetera. Just trust me. Yeah. If the Pelicans win against the Lakers, they will have the tiebreaker, even though the series is 2-2. Two to two. I will get into more detail on pelicans.com. Yeah. Trust and the you, man. You can read... You can read why that is, but for our purposes here, let's just let's just leave it at that. And look, for those of our listeners that can read, uh, we loved when you check out uh, Five Things to Know from Jim Eichenhofer because it's always juicy intel. Uh, speaking of those five things to know, uh, you you go through a lot of stuff, a lot of keys that people may need to know in this uh, as it is an off day today. And, uh, you know, what do you, what do you want to tell the people that they should know? Because people, hey, here's what I know about people. They need to know things. <laughs> they certainly do, and I'm glad they do because that makes my job a lot more important. If they yes, didn't need to know things. You're a purveyor of knowledge. Yes. But, yeah, in Monday's Five Things to Know, and I don't know how deep I want to get into the details of this either because people can go to it and read. But the last item on Monday's Five Things to Know, I kind of explain why I'm sure there's people out there that are saying, okay, there's a four-way tie right now between – Utah, the Lakers, OKC, New Orleans, they all have the same record of 33 and 35. How come in all of the standings I look at, why are the Pelicans listed as 12th? Yeah. There's the very last team of that group. And the short answer is, which I explained in five things to know, is you take the four teams, you add up their records against each other, and the Pelicans actually have the worst combined record. But a big part of that is because Utah, they went 0-3 against. Utah yeah. plays Monday night which means that they Utah can't be tied with these other teams because if they win or lose, they'll move ahead or behind. That helps the Pelicans. Yeah. So long story short, the Pelicans will go into the game against the Lakers in 10th or 11th. They're, they're 12th right now, but they will move up either one or two spots no matter what happens. So yeah. a little bit better position. But uh, again, maybe I went too far in the details. No, I but, think that makes sense because a lot of people are like, hey, why are we down there? I bet it was determined by a Plinko ball that someone from Atlanta dropped. <laughs> right, or someone in like national media was like, eh, I don't like the Pelicans. Let's put them yeah, in the last yeah. spot. I think they deserve, uh, yeah, 12th. That's say that looks good to me. Right. Uh, so no, it is not that nefarious. There is a process, and Jim has the deep knowledge. Uh, so man, we are, uh, we are on to those... And uh, who knows, man? I, I never know what to expect with that team. Uh, sometimes you seem to get their best punch, and they've got a little extra fire for us. And sometimes it look like the Lakers. I expect them to be flat. And by the way, before I forget, you mentioned Josh Hart earlier. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Hart because the Knicks are up yes. by two with five seconds left. The Lakers foul Josh Hart. He goes to the free throw line for two free throws. Yeah. They call. He makes the first. The Lakers call timeout to try to ice him. Come on. You're not going to ice Josh Hart. Nope. Got ice in, the, in his veins. In the bro. building that he used to play with you for the Lakers that he's played a million. That's not going to happen. What are yeah. you thinking? You should have just saved the timeout and saved everyone a bunch of extra time. Yep. But anyways, shout out to Josh for making those free throws and handing the Lakers a loss. Mm-hmm. But no, you're right with the Lakers. I mean, they've played really well lately, much to our chagrin before yeah. that loss against the Knicks. Um, they've definitely been on the uptick lately. 
I don't know what to expect from them either. Like you said, the one thing I do know for sure about Tuesday, and I can make this prediction, is that it's going to be packed in the arena. There's going to be hardly any empty seats. People are going to be as intense or maybe even more intense than you and I are when discussing the Lakers. Yeah, because I get a talk if I get too intense at work. (laughs) But uh, you better be fully lubricated and uh, ready to roll, people, because we want to uh, terrorize the Lakers as they are on our floor. And then we're on to that juicy stretch. You uh, You got the Rockets twice. You got the Spurs. You got the Hornets. Fresh meat is what I am uh, hoping that they are. And uh, here we go, man. It's it's the home stretch. And, and you know what? Once again, I feel good. I feel hopeful. I feel good as well. I mean, if you get this win against the Lakers, you know, we talked about these sets of games. You finish 3-1 and one on the homestand, that's great. You go into this stretch that you just mentioned as far as the opponents that are struggling coming up after that. Um, I think that this, if they can beat the Lakers on Tuesday – it could be a huge springboard yes. to the rest of the season, um, not just uh, standings-wise, but also just confidence-wise. If they can get this win, uh, we hope to see Brandon Ingram back. But if he's not available the way that they've played in, as I mentioned, two of the last three games, you want to see how they played against the Mavericks and the Trailblazers, not necessarily what they looked at, like against the Thunder. But, yeah. I mean, we don't, we don't need to spend hardly any time convincing any fan of – the importance of this game or why they should be motivated for it. I mean, it's almost self-explanatory even it. And it's, it's funny too, to think that they're, they have exactly the same record. Like we need any more reason to be like, yeah, this game is important. It's like a Rocky movie when they knock each other out. It's just so dramatic. There's just so much drama to this game and uh, man. So, so gird your loins, gird them. Uh, because it's going to be a fun ride. And then, you know, to your point, talking about the confidence of this team, if you win against the Lakers, then you go on that road stretch and you win those games that you should, That it, then it gets tougher. You're starting to, then you're seeing, you know, the, the Nuggets and you got to face the Warriors, got to face Portland again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you, you look at that on paper and you're like, ugh, that's a rough stretch. But then if you start winning some of these games, it doesn't look that scary on paper. The whole right. attitude changes about those quote unquote tough games at the end of this, this month. Yeah. And I, I think people can just see, I mean, I, I, maybe I'll speak for myself, but I, I would think that a lot of people feel this way as well. After the, the first three games on this homestand, I think you can see a clearer pathway to, they could be in good position or much better position than they are about a week from now. Um, next Friday, about 10, 11 days from now, they will head out to LA to start that road trip. Yeah. So as I keep saying, what position will they be in at that point when they go to California to play the Clippers and start that, as you say, challenging road trip? Yeah. Um, I think if they can get a bunch of wins here, they're going to be in so much better shape. There's, it's too long of a process to even go through the whole West standings and that kind of thing. But just suffice to say that if they can win three, four of these next five games, they're going to jump a bunch of teams that yep. are barely ahead of them. We didn't even we didn't even get into like Dallas and Minnesota are barely in front of the yeah, Pelicans. Yeah, it's so mucky right now and it's so bunched up and we've been talking about how bunched up the West is. That's still the case. And the teams that are like in 9 through 12 is the priority right now for the Pelicans, but I mean, you win multiple games and I can almost guarantee sit here and guarantee you that if you win a few games in a row here, all of a sudden you're not going to be in 12th, 10th, 11th, you might be up 7th or 8th. So Yeah. That imagine how much better we'll feel if that gets to be the point because as we've said, 
seventh or eighth is so much better than ninth or tenth just from a play-in tournament standpoint and your chances of surviving to the playoffs yeah next game is going to be a doozy i'm just going to start uh getting ready now doing push-ups and uh listening to some metal music and just doing pull-ups same stuff you do every morning (laughs) uh, just to get ready for the day absolutely people would be shocked to know how much of a metal head i am so yeah and it it, it actually happened before i even got met you so it wasn't even just your influence joe it was just we just naturally Naturally came together as two metal, huge metal fans yep. that you probably wouldn't expect, but... Yep, no, I, I, I walked in and, uh, and and I was putting some stuff in my office and Jim saw my twisted sister tattoo <laughs> and then he lifted his shirt and he had the same one <laughs> and I knew that it was going to be a fun podcast. Uh, Jim, man, it feels good to talk to you after a win and uh, let's roll, man. We're going to do it again on Wednesday with Aaron Hardigan. Woo! Cannot wait for that. I love the enthusiasm that she always brings to the table by the way i was not expecting a twisted sister reference on the show today <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's why this is so much fun put so. that on your bingo board there uh, you go for the pelicans podcast it's an extensive one if you listen uh but yeah wednesday aaron hardigan of bally sports so excited to have her on here as she is in town for this stretch and uh she's out partying somewhere so let's hope she's all right and uh down to clown with us too on wednesday hey That is Mr. Jim Eichenhofer. I am Joe Cardosi. And until Wednesday, thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.